mind whenever I am able. And I Good morning and welcome to episode 280 of Taking the Charge podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hein of High News. Thank you for stopping by back home in Deutschland. Uh, was away for the weekend in Kaunas. Uh, wasn't quite as bad as I had feared weather-wise. Last time I was there it was really bitterly cold, but uh, this time it was pretty sweet. Not too bad. Not chilly, but it's... January in Lithuania. What are you expecting? Um, but uh, some good action there. And um, have to really be happy with uh, with having a new a new champion in in Kaunas. Uh, not exactly the fan. Not exactly a fan favorite there. Uh, seeing seeing uh, Letros Ritos uh, Vilnius uh, take the championship. Uh, but more, we'll get to that in, in a couple minutes. Uh, if you want to get in contact with the show, you can go to High News, uh, uh, HighNews.com. You can reach me on Twitter at High News, H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S. You can reach me on uh, email, HighNews at gmx.de. The, um, the Facebook, that's the name of it, Facebook uh, group. Uh, you put in the search bar, Taking the Charge Podcast, and you will find us there. Uh, you can support the show on Patreon.com. Go to Patreon.com slash Taking the Charge and be one of the fantastic people who, who donate their hard-earned money to keep this um, little sh- um, this little show running. Um, thank you to the wonderful people who do that. Uh, Patreon.com slash taking the charge if you want to do that uh you can also go to itunes and rate and review the show all right um yeah so this week uh i'm gonna have to keep it a little short just because uh i need to get some things done and but definitely of course gonna get a show out uh 280 man crazy um so yeah uh data next generation tournament we have two of the eight teams in the finals now uh joining divina Seguros. Juventud Barcelona is Letos Ritos Vilnius. And, uh, you know, without a doubt, a worthy champion, uh, especially the way they handled Stella Zura, Rome. Uh, you know, I thought that, uh, I, I, I thought that, uh, that, I thought Ritos was, was better equipped to beat Stella than Shagiris was. Uh, but uh, if, you know, if there, for those, for those who had asked me then, uh, you know, on uh, Sunday who was going to win, and I, I did pick uh, Stella Zura. Um, I thought that uh, I thought that their physicality, their length, their size uh, would win out. But you definitely, without a doubt, have to tip your hat to uh, to to uh, Letos Ritos. Uh, just a, f- a, f- a master performance uh, in so many different ways. And um, so they are the two teams so far, uh, Ritas and and Joventut, who are going to be at the at the finals in in Belgrade in May at the final four. Um, we have another six teams, two more tournaments to figure out who's going to be joining them, 
And, uh, you know, you're looking at it right now, I just, uh, you know there's going to be four wild cards. Uh, and trying to figure out who it's going to be. You know, I'll, one of them is going to be the local team. Who do they call the local team? You would think it's going to be uh, that it w- that it would that it would be uh, Servena Svezda. Uh, and uh, and I tell you what, if you're Barcelona, if you're Shagiris, you're hoping that uh, that uh, Svezda win the <laughs> win the the Belgrade tournament uh, so that there is an extra spot available. Uh, because uh, and that they're considered the hosts, you know. Um, you know, Stella um, Svezda. You know, the if they're considered hosts, they get in. There's also the the the, the champ the champion of Belgrade. Uh, you know, does Shogaris get a, a wild card? Okay, I mean, I, you know, I totally understand the argument that you give them a wild card just because they've been, um, you know, they've. You can't hold it against them that they've won this tournament all the times, you know. And, uh, you know, they've been to 13 of 15. And, you know, I was kind of thinking, you know, well, I don't know if they'd if uh, if they'd be given one uh, just because they've been to it all the time. But, you know, the fact that they haven't been given a wild card, maybe they get one. But, uh, you know. There are other results that need to be <laughs> need to be done need to be uh, figured out first, um, and, and, and we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll talk about it when that happens. Um, but uh, yeah, so great. You know, some some really good really good players uh, had a chance to see some really good players, and uh, so you know, I'm not going to run down too much because that's pretty much uh, going to be what we, we talk about on the interview. Um, Letos Ritos. Uh, Davidas Savidas, you know, just fantastic, uh, fantastic player and and worthy MVP. Um, you know, I really liked, uh, I really liked uh, Marek Blazovic, who was also put on the all uh, all tournament team. Uh, Jonas Pauschka is, uh, uh, you know, they're listing him at two fifteen. I've seen two nineteen other places. And uh, you know he definitely has a, some some uh, some uh, pretty decent skill set, uh, and uh, will be interesting to see him. Um, just you know, other guys, uh, Simas Yarambauskas uh, was a, was an excellent role player, and and, and uh, you know, garnering you know at least numbers wise a, a spot on the alternative team, but obviously not not really there. Uh, Saruntas uh, Valunta also very, very, very good player who uh, who really stepped up at times. Domantas uh, Domantas uh, Filius, kind of a kind of a strange case because you know um, guy like with his experience, I thought he'd be much more of a contributor offensively at least, and then really didn't didn't do all that much. Um, and then you know <laughs> seeing uh, Marshallonas, the name Marshallonas, you know, just like then Sharonis. Um, yeah, this is Augustus, uh, the 2002-born, 14, uh, I guess, 16-year-old, 15-year-old uh, guard, and uh, you know, showed some flashes, and uh, you know, just a, just an illustrious name, Marcelonis in Lithuanian basketball and world basketball. Uh, Stella Zura, uh, you know, what can you say? Polyboa, you know, definitely showed some amazing stuff. Um, Aristide Moa, 
uh, also right up there. Uh, he was on the alternative team. Paulie Boa showed really in one game just unbelievable. The the final uh, could have been a little bit more. Uh, just there wasn't enough help from other guys. Uh, you know, a lot of people. Oh, actually, I'm not going to go too much into uh, CFBB, the reigning champions of the tournament. Uh, well, because we kind of go in that in depth uh, with our with our with our guest. Um, CSK Moscow, some some excellent talent. Again, kind of going to that to the guest, um, but you know, Pavel Zakharov, Viktor Lakin. You know, this is a good team. You know, this is cool. Two years in a row now. Uh, Philip Gafarov uh, uh, and uh, Alexander Ershoff, You know, two years in a row where where CFBB have really been uh, able to put together uh, a good group of players. And uh, Zakharov is the only one who was on loan from from uh, from another team. Uh, Fenerbahce, you know, Fenerbahce was a uh, uh, you know they're 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 sort of interesting guys are are sort of younger. You look at uh, you look at uh, Ismail Karabilian, uh, two thousand one born. David Mutaf also two thousand two born. Um, uh, Eg, uh, Eric Tepanchi, you know, decent length if he can actually uh, move to the point guard. Could be an interesting guy. Uh, Kimke, you know, Kimke was interesting. The fact that, you know, they had some nice long fours. Uh, Karashenkov, uh, Orinokov, and you also had, um, you know, mainly those two. Uh, who was the other one? The other one was... I can't remember the other one. Um, yeah, Alikin, you know, guard. He showed that he could get to the basket. Um, so uh, an interesting, interesting group for 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 uh, of that of that unit. Shagiris. Um, yeah, lacking size. We kind of go into that interview. Uh, kind of uh, let it go with that. Uh, but you know, this was. Uh, you know, you looked at last year's team, and they, Yukubaitis um, had to, Yukubaitis saved them in the end, and now you have uh, them getting beat, beaten in the end, um, and uh, so, you know, the chink in the armor, so whether or not the, they're able to come back next year, you know, it'll be interesting to see, and I don't know how much the other guys they have in the system in general that they can maybe bring to to Belgrade, but uh, you know, with this group, I don't know if they can really do, um, if they can really win the championship. You know, I'd have to see what else is out there. You know, you think Barcelona is going to be uh, more determined and better? And uh, you know, you looked at the Oventut group and 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 Ritos. You know, just a, a really uh, tough tough group of uh, teams out there. And uh, yeah, so um, last team Riga. Uh, Oscars, Havelovskis, you know, uh, you know, probably their interested, their most interesting guy. Um, Boomeisters, Rodrigo Boomeisters, if he can, you know, actually shoot the ball from the outside, uh, could be interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, rather, rather, um, uh, you know, not 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 exactly a very you know, super talented team but you know they definitely w- w- without a doubt worked hard um so yeah 
let's go a little bit more in depth, uh, especially with the French. Um, had a chance to talk to uh, Nico Matu, uh, who is an independent scout. He works uh, with the uh, French uh, agency FASC, F-A-A-S-C, uh, for those who might be uh, who might have seen their um, their stuff around. Yeah, so here's my interview with Nico. Hope you enjoy it, and uh, we will catch you on the other side. And then, so on the show this week, we have Nico Matu, um, independent scout, and he's working with the agency FASC, F-A-A-S-C. Nico, um, thanks for coming on the show. Um, I guess, you know, first start off, I mean, we've had, we've had a lot of different people on the show and, and, uh, you know, scouts and, and, and agents and, and whatnot. And, and, uh, so for, for those people who might not, uh, who might not, uh, who have seen your stuff and, or, or don't know you, uh, maybe just give a, a rough, um, a rough, uh, you know, background of, of, of what you, what you do. And uh, you know where you're at, and what you what you do is in the uh, in the scouting world. Okay, um, I'm a scout since uh, maybe ten years uh, in France. Uh, I'm also a coach. I have worked for Paris Le Valois for four years as a communication guy, and um, I've worked in a scout position for Strasbourg uh, as well a few months, and. Um, a lot of clubs who are working for young players. My specialty is not about under 18 like uh, this uh, this week with ANNGT. Uh, it's uh, more about uh, under 13 and under 15. Uh, I used to work with Kevin Anstead, who now is a scout for Fencians, and uh, we are both uh, working for FASC, our agency. And maybe for those who might not, is, uh, give us a little rundown of, of FASC. Uh, is that uh, mainly only in, in France? Is it uh, outside as well? What for for those who might not know, tell us about FASC. Uh, our goal is to cover uh, French and African uh, prospects, and uh, for the moment uh, we we did not we we couldn't travel to to Africa. We. We began to cover Africa in uh, 2K19, and uh, we were used to cover every uh, young tournament or uh, event on a French market. All right. Um, well, we'll get to France a little bit. Let's let's maybe start with uh, some of uh, you were at the you were in Kaunas at the yeah. DS Next Generation tournament in Kaunas. Um, I guess maybe just in uh, in general. Your your thoughts, uh, Leitvos Ritos, Vilnius won the title, they beat Stella Zura, Stella Zura, who, you know, really took it to Shagiris, um, and, 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 you know, we, we, you know, maybe just give us your general thoughts about the, about the tournament, uh, this past weekend. Um, the tournament was good, but not great, uh, uh <laughs> yeah, a lot of, uh, blowouts. Um, but generally, I was uh, uh, really uh, impressed by uh, how uh, Lithuanian team were prepared, and uh, it was really a, a pleasure to to see all the these young prospects uh, played 
during the, this week. And about uh, Intel, it was uh, really tough to, to to watch the all the all these kids. Uh, I've been following since they under since they're twelve years ago. Oh, sorry, twelve years old, and uh, it it was really tough to to see them so much in trouble. Um. You know, for people who, who let, let's go with Incept just because you probably are with you know CFBB because you you know that group better than probably the other ones. Um, for for somebody to say you know all oh, these are the reigning champions and, and and kind of expected them to be better, I think that's an unfair uh, an unfair uh, you know point to be made. You know, you look at all the players that you know were on that team, and you know some of these guys just haven't had a chance to be leaders as well. But but you see all those guys that weren't on the team, and and even a couple of the guys that could have been on this team, but aren't. You know those two. You know being mainly being Ayai and 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 Meladon. Um, and you look at uh, Matis uh, Dusuyovo. You know he, he ended up uh, getting a spot. I think deservedly also on the on the alternative team. Uh, you know Shupas uh, was a guy who kind of over this season has kind of stepped up uh, and been one of the leaders of the team. Um, having a chance to see this group actually play at their age group. Um, um, what did you what did you kind of think of this of this group? Uh, this group, we we need to not be too much uh, mean with, with with us. That's true. That we we were speaking a lot about uh, who weren't there more than the players that were there, and uh, it, it was really difficult. For us to play without a real PG, uh, uh, no Maledan, no Ayayi, and uh, even no Barbic, Milan Barbic was not there. So for Shupas and, and Cruzal, it was really difficult to to make play this team, and uh, there were no shooters as well. Uh, it's Shupas' role, and uh, he, he did. He couldn't uh, run the ball, pace the the, rit the rhythm, and after to to be the man who take uh, every shot. So it was really difficult for for them. Um, and uh, about your questions about this summer uh, and the French uh, national youth team. Now we'll, we'll get to that. We'll we'll we'll, we'll yeah. get to, we'll get to that. No, what um, stick stick with this this group for a while. I mean, maybe the saving grace is that you know six of these guys. I think one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six of the guys are two thousand one, and yeah. and then you also have two guys who are two thousand two born. Um, is that? You know, is that um, do you see enough in these guys to say, okay, these is, this is a team that could, um, you know, not knowing who who else is in the 2002 age group, that who could come up and 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 and, you know, you have to think, you know, they did win two games, and and really, you almost say they could have won three games because they lost the game at the basically at the buzzer, you know, in the final seconds um, against Fenerbahce, and you know, for a team that you know. You know, let's say looked as as bad as it maybe was um, to still come up with those victories. Um, do you do you see a, do you see promise in these kids who are two thousand one and two thousand two that maybe they could become leaders down the road? 
I see promise. Uh, uh, not uh, in Kaunas, but uh, if you know Begarian uh, before the tournament, uh, I really think he will be a, a great player. And, uh, and next year, and uh, even better in two years, because he is a strong uh, point guard, big defender, and uh, he is the leader of the uh, 18 team in France. Uh, with his generation, yeah. but uh, he was the he was the third gra the third guy uh, this weekend behind uh, Schupas and behind Crusoe, and, and it's it's okay, no no problem with that. But he it can be the leader of this of this team. But in one year, two years, you will see him like a, a really big prospect. Yeah, yeah, he was because talking to the talking to the team ahead of time, like coaches and stuff, and. You know, I was asking who needs to step up for them to play well, and he, you know, he, and you know, coach was kind of like, you know, hey, maybe uh, Bigeron does something. Um, for those who don't know, the the the, the sixteen-year-olds. Um, so in this case, the 2002 generation, they play in the under 18 league. So they play underage, but they play in the 18 league. Whereas the 2001-2000s generation, they play in that third division. Um, and they are pretty good this season. The 2000, the 2002 is in the 18s. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, was there a guy that that let's say played better than you thought he would play? Um. We we can talk about uh, Rondria Mananjara. Mm. Uh, I, I I think he he, he played better the, this weekend than uh, he used to, used to be uh, during the the season. But uh, he's maybe the only on two K generation who can have a bright future. Yeah, it's uh, it's. It was kind of disappointing to see the the level, but you know it is a young team then as well. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, when I when I talk, uh, I, I'm I'm pretty hard. When, maybe when I say a uh, uh, bright city, but um, when you when you see his his, uh, his body, you 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 can figure out that he 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 has every tools to become uh, 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 great forward uh, in the in the elite level. And I mean. Having watched him last year, I really he didn't really play very much last year at all in in either of the tournaments in Kaunas or in the in in uh, in Istanbul and and you know he he scored scored six points when scoreless in the first in the first and third games and then went in the in the in the game against against Kimki you know you saw. You saw a real, uh, you know, confidence in his game, you know, and and and, you know, you mentioned you mentioned the 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 pretty good, you know, body there, the skill set there is there, and I think, you know, having been, you know, maybe the eleventh or twelfth option, if you will, last season, um, you know, maybe this game kind of showed, you know, that that you know gave him a little bit of confidence, uh, going down the road, you know. I think so, and uh, and what I love the most with him is, is about how he is active in defense, and uh, he, he got a uh, very long arms, and uh, you you can see he is he was sorry played maybe twenty minutes average, but uh, he he always got uh, three four steals, and he got a lot of rebounds. Now he need to be tougher in in offense, especially on the easy basket because he was a little soft and you you can remember against Kim Kimki 
he was rejected maybe two or three times on the yeah, everybody is watching and uh, we are wondering why he is not dunking and he, he just tried to put the ball like uh, the elegant player he is but he need to to be more aggressive to the rim he needs to shorten that name though for announcers though Um, all right. We, I don't. We have. We don't have to go through every team. Uh, I'll kind of just run down some of the teams during the podcast, you know. But just maybe some of the other teams, uh, other players that that really impressed you. You know, really, you can go any way you want. You know, as far as like, you know, eat by each team or you know, whatever. However, you want to feel like doing it. You know, what were some of your some of your biggest impressions um, from from this as far as other teams? Oh, by far, my best impression by, by uh, was Servidis. Venus. Uh, he he played like a father who play with his child. He was pretty impressive. He, he can do everything, and uh, his shot is so natural. Uh, it was really, really uh, good to exciting to to to, to see him play. And uh, I love uh, Polibois from uh, Stella Azzurra Roma. Yeah, he is um, irregular, but uh, he can do a lot of things. He's very, t- very bouncy. He was, uh, um, it was impressive uh, the way he, he can uh, grab rebounds after second or third jump, and um, he, he proved that he is not only a body. He, he can, he can make free. He can defend. Um, I, I love the the way he play. Sure. It seems to me though that there's a little, you know, he he showed that he could he could he could shoot and you know and and he'll put back you know dunks and stuff like that. But you know the offense, you know the rest of the offense, you know driving driving I guess is a little bit there too. But um, there still needs to be a little bit more variety in in his offensive game. It seems though, but he's getting there. He's getting there. He's getting more confidence offensively too, which is important. Uh, yeah, for sure. He's, he's not, um, you know. He, how can I say? He got a great upside. Oh yeah. He can, he can be better on on, on much uh, technical ways, but uh, the the main the main strength is here, and uh, he, he, I, I think he can really uh, make something in the in the, the in the future. But in the next, the close future, two or three years, maybe we can uh, we can see him. Uh, even if it's difficult for young players to to play in uh, in Italy, but uh, I think it can it can make something. So what else do you got? Jokubaitis, uh, Rokas. <laughs> the way he played, um, the way he moved, he, he it seems to be a, you know like like a very Lithuanian uh, good player, and uh, he got a. a Got everything technically, but even in the leadership uh, and the, in the um, in Kaunas, uh, there were there were other players were really good. But uh, maybe you can help me for the um, this young guy who play already in, in uh, Euroleague with with Kaunas, the blonde tall guy. Arlauskas, uh, Martinez, Arlauskas. Yes. yes, 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 yeah. I really uh, love the the way. He move without the ball, and the way he can be uh, so um, so much uh, hard to to grab. 
uh, he can he can he can shoot for sure. He can drive, and uh, each uh, each hole you you offer to him, he he take that. He is not uh, waiting. The game is creating for him and for for his partners. And, and for sure, um, the modest task on clear. The uh, I was uh, uh-huh. yeah yeah yeah. I, I was uh, uh, really um, excited to see him play again because he, he was uh, already there in uh, Montenegro this summer. And uh, uh, when I when I saw him uh, again, and when I when I saw the the way he play against uh, older older guy, it's it, it's promising. Like like uh, Zakharov, and maybe Zakharov is is more uh, impressive than Kankleris because Zakharov uh, got a, a big big uh, progression during uh, these six months. He he was like uh, uh, an old-fashioned center in in Montenegro with uh, Russia, and now he is playing more like a stretch five. He can he can shoot and. Uh, He was not even in his team because he, he played uh, the season with uh, Zenit uh, St. Petersburg. And uh, with uh, CSKA, if uh, nobody told you that he, it's not his team, you cannot, cannot see that. Because he, he, was really, he was comfortable with, uh, with the way uh, the team played. And uh, uh, I think Zakharov was uh, maybe one of the names you, you heard the most uh, around the NBA scouts. Yeah, he was really. When you look at at, at um, the fact that he he was basically just a lone player, you know, mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that he he was hanging out a lot a lot with uh, Victor Lachin, uh same yeah. same generation, um, and they they both they both went through that uh, that trauma of of going down in. Uh, Uh, at the under 16s when you look at some of the talent of this 2001 generation from Russia um, and you think how could that team go down uh, at the under 16s but you know I, I, I like Lachin you know a lot, you know some people on that uh, you know are, are, are big fans of, of Lachin as well Victor Lachin from also from them um, what did you think of Alexander Ershov you know he came in as the MVP and you know he had you know uh You know, he scored 37 in the in the third place game last year, um, and and uh, you know really, you know, had a poor first game, and you know ended up averaging thir- you know 16 points a game. Um, and he's uh, really a leader. I mean, one of the yeah. things that I love about him is he'll he'll go to the basket and he'll he'll get fouls. I mean, he averaged uh, almost eight eight fouls a game, uh, getting called on uh, you know, received. So shot 33 free throws in. Uh, 33 free throws in four games. Uh, um, if I, if I will be a player in in his age, uh, I won't be face to him. But also, I think it would be difficult to be partner with him because he, he is very vocal. He is uh, he's pushing his uh, his teammates uh, very hard. And uh, it, it was great to see to see that uh, a, a lot of these young kids are not shy, but you you saw sometimes uh, they got difficulty to to speak to to uh, uh, their teammates or the the referees. And uh, he is playing like an adult, like a, a mature man. He got a, a really strong upper white body, and uh, 
you, you said it, uh, he is very aggressive. And uh, yeah, I, I love the I love the way he play. He, he well, he wasn't the um, the guy the, the guard that I was the first name on my on my on my souvenir, but he he was really good. Uh, I I totally agree on that. Um, and I mean, it's hard to say he was disappointing, but. Um, it was a, it was definitely a different Ashraf than we saw last year, uh, and I think that's that's probably the biggest thing that I take out of it is that he can also play a, a different role. You know, where you know the the bigs last year they weren't that good. I don't know if you remember the, the CSK team last year; those bigs weren't as good as these the bigs, and so he wasn't able. You know, he he had to do a little bit more, and there was um, you know there was a lot more small ball last year because you had that really dynamic. Um, you know, guard play. Whereas, you know, he was really uh, the main guard for this team, uh, at least definitely from the scoring standpoint. Um, from Kimki, uh, there was uh, Dmitry uh, Karashnikov, also 2001, another guy from that <laughs> under 16 team that went down. <laughs> uh, what do you think of him? What do you think of, uh, of of Kimki being the first time that they are back in this competition? I think in four years or something like that. So. Um, I, I was uh, at the beginning of the first day. I was um, a little disappointed about uh, the the way he, he, he was playing, but uh, for sure uh, on the uh, on the, the the total of the game, uh, the balance is is, is positive. Clearly, um, he need to get some muscles, uh, but he's he's pretty young. No problem with that. Um, he need me to work his shoots to be uh, to be um, a, a, a an outside threat, a threat in yeah, yeah. in freeze. Yeah, an outside threat. Yeah, outside threat. Yeah, you, you, uh, sorry for my English. No, don't worry about it. Better than my French. Just better than my French. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But uh, I didn't uh, talk about uh, Luca Conti. Luca Conti. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I really love the. The, the this player he is a uh, is very uh, a clean player and uh, very very good uh, jump shooter. Um, he was maybe um, uh, a little uh, in the shadow for the final, and uh, it cost a lot for his team. But uh, he he made a, a pretty pretty good uh, tournament. What did you think of the final? Let, let's let's kind of go back. You know, Stella Zura. You know, they were, you know, you know, really just so dominant against uh, against Stella, against Shagiris, and then uh, you know, you know, Estede uh, Moaha. You know, he had sort of a bad game. You know, it wasn't bad game, but it wasn't really the greatest game. And um, you know, and it seemed something happened. Uh, I I don't know, uh, but you know, the fact that he really. I, let's see. I think he probably ended on. What I don't know what he ended up with. He ended up with uh, eleven minutes, twelve minutes, uh, eleven minutes in the game. Uh, Moaha in the final. Um, you know, Iboha he ran into uh, foul trouble right away. I had I think he had two in the first three minutes. Um, and you know their their big Russell uh, Chevea, whatever his name is. You know he only played 16 minutes. And, you know he was, you know one of their you know major inf- inside factors. You know as as somebody who you know 
coach and, and, and whatnot. What you what did you think of how the final kind of went down, especially let's say from the Stella Zero side? The first thing about the final for me is the way uh, Vilnius uh, scouted uh, Stella Zura. In the the first uh, defense, you 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 could see that uh, Vilnius totally uh, prepared the way the, um, the the place where they want to let the ball and the place where they double or they they they, they forbidden the the ball to go, to go for uh, for for the Italian guy and uh, they they made a very very big uh, collective uh, defense and uh, I think that's the first thing but maybe the uh, on second um, Stelazura um, um, made a big a big big game against Kaunas and uh, they laid a lot of energy on the on the court and uh, I think. With this fourth game in uh, in three days, they they were li- a little uh, tired because you, you you could see that Moa got the less energy to play one on one or to play uh, in transition plays. Chuba uh, got a lot of difficulty with his large and wide body to 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 make uh, cost to cost and uh, uh, except uh, Yaneli who had the same uh, energy in defense the other was uh, just one step away to what he, what they did against Kaunas yeah it was really it was really pretty pretty uh, interesting dynamic you know you go from that from the the final uh, from the from the the Shagiris game to the finals, quite two t- really different teams from Stella Zura. Yeah, um, let's let's say um, this time next year, or maybe even two years, whatever. When we think of this, when we think of this uh, Data's Next Generation Countess, uh, what will we think about, or what will you think about? You know, how will it live on? I, I didn't hear. How, how how do you how will you how do you think people will remember this Adidas Next Generation tournament in Kaunas? Let's say in two three years. Maybe uh, we we will we will um, remember this event like the the day we really know that uh, Davidas Servidis is a great prospect and uh, except uh, about the. Um, the, dis- the disappointment about the final. Uh, we will remember uh, Stella Stella Zura against Kaunas. It was uh, for me the best the best game of the tournament. I don't know if you you agree with me. Uh, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to say it was because I mean, it was a, it was really you know a pretty a pretty clear victory by. Shag- yeah. uh, by Stella Zura. That's uh, and but but it was a remarkable game. You know, it's the first game that they've that Chagiris has ever ever lost um, in in that building in that tournament. And and you know everybody talked everybody talked about the whole tournament. They're like, oh yeah, we're only gonna you know is it gonna be Chagiris gonna win the whole thing again? And you know even their first game I think against Kimki. You know, you saw this is not a, this wasn't a very big team. This wasn't a very big Shagiris team. You know, Markovetsky is not very, you know, not a very big skilled guy. I mean, he's got size, but he's not very skilled. And I mean, I like Bergdaudas, but he's not really, you know, that 
you know that large you know he's you know he's really like a, a big three or, or you know whatever a four that that uh, um, if he if he can continue to shoot outside but it's not a really a big team and so you you had, you had sense that they might have trouble and Kim Key was a big uh, especially at the fours uh, a, a big team and so you knew that there was uh, aspects that they could maybe get uh, that they were vulnerable and I think those spots were exactly where Stella Azura uh, were able to take them so yeah just the fact that they lost I think is probably what's going to be um, remembered most and, and Probably Servitas, you know, just because of a, a really, really strong performance. Um, all right, I, I, I know you don't have so much more time, but so let's kind of let's kind of go through some of the other some of the things. Um, maybe for for those people who who don't follow much French French basketball, um, and I know this is a little bit older than, than what you you know you mentioned you you kind of do more twelve to fifteen and stuff like that. Um, maybe maybe just give us a quick rundown on, 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 on how those guys from the Adidas Next Generation Tournament title team are doing now. So February and Bricky, you know, we know Maladon's gone over to Asvels and we saw him in, in, in Hospitalet. You know, but the guys who have let's say graduated from the from the from the program last year, you know, what do you uh, you know how how are those guys doing in their next step? Okay, under eighteen. The ones who played last year. Um, okay. No, 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 no. The the Adidas Next Generation tournament, the the winning team from Istanbul. What Sorry. like Bricky, um, Bricky Blanc, um, Février. Okay, uh, Février is doing well in uh, in Espoir in Le Valois. He Not played uh, several games in the uh, Euro Cup. Um, he developing his defensive skills because uh, it was not his main strength uh, uh, since since he, he is a prospect uh, but um, Inespoir is already one of the best sc- scorers and uh, he is uh, the leader, offensive leader of his team for Maledon uh, he is already <laughs> he is already dominate in Inespoir he is uh, you know, like you, you see, like you saw him, uh, he's uh, the, the brain of his team, he, he's a very, very good uh, point guard. Uh, maybe, it's just my opinion, but maybe more Euroleague profile than NBA profile. But uh, he, he's, uh, he's improving his uh, aggressive skills because he he was um, sort of just playmaker and now he's is doing more more drives and more um, more plays for him, just for him. He, he's a he's a he's a very calm, quiet personality in general, though, too. So he's changing. I, I know, I know. Yeah, you, you, you see that. You see that even even around the hotel and stuff like that. But you know, become vocal. Yeah. Speak on the court. Yeah, and uh, you know the the new coach of Asvel, uh, T.J. Parker. He's very close to him. He, he used to to make his uh, uh, special practice, uh, and uh, I think we we will see him uh, more on the professional court with the, the first team of as well. Really. Uh, what about Bricky? One of the guys I really enjoyed watching. Sophia. I love Bricky. <laughs> I always love Bricky. Yeah, and uh, he's. He, also, he's doing well in uh, in Asvel's team. Yeah, um, last last time I checked the stats, he was uh, 
around uh, 15 points and uh, maybe five assists or six, something like that. But no, he's really, he's really, he, he can, he can grab some rebounds. He can run, he can drive, he can post. Uh, he is a very, very promiseful, promiseful player, and uh, the way he played uh, is only 99. I think next next year we we could see him in Pro B. I hope for him. Um, speaking of Pro B, some somebody that you know, obviously a lot of people saw and enjoyed watching, Sukundambuya. Sukundambuya, yes. Yeah, how's yeah, he doing? Uh, Siku is doing well. Yeah. He is uh, seeking his, re his true position uh, about between three and four. Um, I think Poitiers uh, would um, make him play in three position, but it's it's pretty hard in Pro B for uh, a, tall go a tall guy like him to to be in a four position. But um, he is. In Improving his shots, he he needs to he needs to play in Pro A next next season or in an, in a other championship, but in the first level to um, to get uh, more confident on uh, on, his, on this free position. If he wants to to be a NBA prospect or something like that, he needs to play in in a, in a free position. Um, let, let's let's go to the under sixteen team. Let, let's let's let's. Um, you know, we we don't know. We actually don't even know all the teams yet for the World Cup. But um, you think that you know, looking at what Maladon has done here, you know, Killian Hayes has has been doing pretty good things. It looks like probably Tom Dick Bo will play for France. Um, you know, you look. You know, Casalon has definitely yeah. taken taken a step up. You know, showing that he he should he deserves to be on that team. Um, he, okay, Miem is he a big enough play? You know, tall player, center player to to kind of work in that in that whole system. Looking at uh, knowing that you're going to probably have to beat like a Canada or. Uh, or a USA to to get to that medal stand. What what do you what do you think this team can do in uh, in Argentina this summer? The, the the big question is uh, how many of these players will go in Argentina because uh, they got a lot of discussion uh, actually in France about uh, make play Maladon in under eighteen and to uh, to avoid. Uh, the the U under under 17 world championship so it's uh, it's pretty tough but if everybody uh, will go in Argentina um, I think they, they can make great thing great things for sure it will depend on the way the coach um, manage to get a place for everybody they they are young so for the moment the there won't be uh, an, an ego problem, but uh, they may have a lot of pressure about uh, uh, people who want that these young players uh, had a big chance to to be watched, be watched. So uh, to 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 try to ask to your question, I think uh, they can be a very good underdog. 
but they are not uh, the the main teams. They are, they are under Canada and USA for sure. Um, let's go to your specialty then. You know, maybe give us a couple of names. You know, somewhere in the whatever 12, 13, 12 15 age group that you know, you know you say hey. Watch for these names in two, three, four, five years. Give us, uh, uh, give us a couple, of, and 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 why you think that? If you get some problem to pronounce uh, Randria, Namanya, and Jara, <laughs> you need to practice to pronounce Wembanyama. It's uh, it's less it's less hard, but he is the. Uh, I'm I'm used to call him the French freak. He's, uh, he's our future Janis Antetokounmpo. It's maybe a lot of pressure. Uh, na- name, uh, so name again and where is he at right now? What club is he with? Victor Wembanyama. He actually played for Nanterre in under 15. Okay. Uh, he's a 2K4 and uh, he's uh, around 2 meters uh, zero 05. Okay. Uh, he can run. He can shoot, he can pass, uh, very skinny and, le- and he got a, uh, uh, an amazing uh, wingspan. Uh, I heard about uh, Barcelona interest about him, but he got a very uh, clever parents who uh, were also uh, basketball players, so they they know the 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 way the their kids. Uh, needs to to stay uh, next to next to them and next to the family so we we got a lot of chance to to see uh, Victor um, one or two uh, seasons uh, stay in Nanterre it, it's his uh, it's a first first year in uh, under 15 and he is already dominating and uh, uh, he, he began to practice with uh, Espoir as far so as the under twenty I, league and under twenty one league, yeah, yeah. So I think you will need to to know this name for the for the future. All right, um, fantastic stuff. Uh, why don't you tell everybody how they can follow you and get more information on on the uh, on the Fask Agency? Okay, that, that's kind. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter on the Nico N I A O uh, underscore F A A S C. Um, and you can uh, you can uh, check my my website. So it's f a a s c dot biz, and uh, we are looking for to uh, to work for uh, European clubs and uh, U.S. college to to give some information to to uh, about French prospects. All right, fantastic, uh, Nico. Thanks for coming on. Uh, it was good seeing you uh, at least briefly there in. Uh in uh, in Kaunas and we'll definitely see you down the road thank you thank you Dan. all right I, I love when uh, I love when guys give us uh, give us a name to watch that that nobody uh, that nobody uh, nobody knows or very few people know uh, ahead of time and uh, to, to to wet the appetite for the future um, so great stuff there by uh, by Nico Matu go follow him great stuff uh, on Twitter all right guys uh, and gals uh, I need to uh, let you go uh, last thing I need to let you know is what you're going to be listening to the song is called gamblers blues it's by the crevelators 
and uh, it's available on freemusicarchive.org. Go check that out. Check out all their music. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Totally appreciate it. And we will talk to you next week. And uh, be well. Coming back This is Brad Wanamaker with Bro's Basket Member, and you listen to Tick the Charge.